1: Dan, my sweet prince. My lovely
2: James, my my little <laughs> little Jimmy Deacon.
1: I'd really thought about the fact that I was going to enter this podcast by saying, Dan, my sweet prince, but I really caught you off guard and I love what you <laughs> came out with. What did you say? James, my love, my lovely James Deacon. <laughs> Yeah, I think so, my lovely little Jimmy Deacon. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll take it. What a lovely entry we, we have a
2: mutual friend, and we only ever refer to you as "we," Jimmy Deacon. I'm not sure quite how it started, but that's yeah.
1: It's like, so I'm, not, I'm not the like tallest guy you've ever met, but I take up a fair bit of room, and so I don't know why I You're am like
2: six one or something, aren't
1: you? Yeah, I don't know why I'm like we, Jimmy Deacon.
2: <laughs> I think it's because we're both older than you. And more jaded, and you're sort of younger and more enthusiastic, so it's probably just a patronizing <laughs> thing. We you little Jimmy Deacon <laughs> because you're quite
1: positive and young. I
2: love I've that. never, we haven't discussed that out loud, but now I analyze it, that's probably why.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, here he Ah, oh, one day he'll learn. Here he is with his new thoughts. Sweet and his, like, little fresh... Jimmy
2: Deacon, rosy cheeked. Oh, coming coming down the podcast path <laughs> for more for more lovely japes.
1: There he is, springing
2: his step, mic in
1: hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, this is great. This has gotten off to a flying start, Dan. Thank you. Yeah. But what is this?
2: Let's tell you, listeners, this is Compact Dicks.
1: Yeah. It's Compact
2: Dicks. It's the uh, spin off companion rogue sibling, the illegitimate child that comes along at a family funeral and everyone's whispering who's that it's compact dicks it's where you the listeners get in touch and tell us who and what you would hate to be stuck on an island with because it's 2021 everyone's got an opinion so you might as well air yours
1: oh my god this is great stick that on the poster (laughs) that's what i'm talking about that is really good stuff hey um so uh dan Mm. We, we get correspondence every week from people sending in their dicks, which is lovely. Oh, people yeah. are very good. And um, your dicks have been coming in in their droves. But may yeah. I point your attention to something nice and early in the podcast? Mm-hmm. So you can get in touch with, um, with us, dickspod.com slash contact, as Valerie did. So Valerie has got in touch with us and said, hello, dicks. I enjoy your podcast so much. Thank you very much Valerie Thank you And I've just found out from an interview That Josh O'Connor loves your podcast too It is definitely the sign And the stars aligned Please invite him as a guest Now Josh O'Connor I'm sure many of you will know Plays Prince Charles in The Crown Mm. This is And madness. that's a popular TV programme pop- on Netflix. Dan, I've longed for this moment. When my dad wrote a porno was fairly new, right? Mm. And it was maybe like a series or maybe two series in. Uh, I saw that they had like Elijah Wood was like a celebrity fan and had listened to <sighs> an episode and like was on an episode. And I was like, when is that moment going to come? And I thought maybe this our ship has arrived in the shape of Josh mm-hmm. O'Connor, right? Although... I do have a strong feeling that what he actually said was, I really like Desert Island Discs and not Desert Island Dicks.
2: Uh, yeah, well, there was an interview you found where he said he liked Desert Island Discs and, I mean, we're hoping like with everything we have that there's another interview where he also said he liked Desert Island dicks but I think because that would be the dream but
1: chances are probably fairly slim mm. but hey Josh it's not going to stop us hassling him yeah. and trying to get him on here <laughs> yeah Josh if you do listen to this we would absolutely love to have you on the podcast um, and if you know Josh O'Connor you know let him know
2: yeah um, but, I mean, we're going to hustle in properly as well with emails and agents and stuff as
1: well, so not not just through this. You know. Hey, watch this pace, people, but thank you very much, Valerie, for getting in touch. Hey, Dan, there's something else that's interesting about this particular episode of the podcast. What's that, James? I'm pretending like we haven't spoken about this already. But this is, <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> this is the 100th, 150th episode of the podcast. That's some big numbers there, hundred
2: and fifty. I mean, having a hundred and fifty of anything is good. You know, a one pound fifty—that's not bad. You know, hundred and fifty. I can't think of any more examples. A hundred and fifty podcasts is no
1: mean feat. Yeah, that's good, right? I mean, fifteen of them are these compact dicks ones that you know people maybe don't love as much. But hey, there's a hundred and fifty podcasts on this feed for you to enjoy, people.
2: Yeah, and um, to make this uh, a special moment, because it's the 150th episode, we're going to just do a normal compact dex and just mention occasionally that it's the 150th
1: episode. Yeah, maybe. And then we'll, we'll we'll do something big for the double ton. This is good. And uh, as an added bonus, maybe, let's see when I've edited it, this episode may end up longer than a regular one. Yeah, so who there? knows? So then, deal let's with it. Let's just see. Yeah. Let's just see, okay, shall we? Um, normal service should resume. Dan, have you got one from the people? I have one from the person.
2: This is uh, from Graham. He's a person, and he says... After having spent a few days struggling to replace a broken armrest on my wife's car, I would like to nominate whoever it was that decided that it was far too bloody easy for us to use normal bolts with normal screwdrivers and that it's somehow better to introduce a whole new range of bolts that require specific tools as we all need dozens more different sized screwdrivers in our lives. Yes,
1: yes, 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 I know about this. Mm -hmm.
2: Now that virtually every shop is now online only, it's even more frustrating as a simple 5-minute job can take days to complete. I'm sure that each week there's a meeting of the Bolt Bigwigs where they discuss new types of bolts to keep us on our toes. Nothing to do with stopping us mortals from, heaven forbid, trying to save a few quid by doing simple fixes ourselves. And um, yeah, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm oh into my that. God. I'm, this is good. The, there's been so many times where I'm like, who has a fucking screwdriver that small? Do you know what I mean? you just yeah. like. Or one that's like the
2: shape of a star or something. It's yes. like surely it's flathead, crosshead. Yeah. Like what's these star shape one? It's, do it's sometimes, not an yet? Allen
1: key. It's a bloody little star thing. This is very good, and I mean it's quite general, but mm. um, I like it.
2: And I'm the kind of man who doesn't do a lot of handy stuff, but occasionally I'm like, I'm not going to pay someone else to do that. I'm going to do it myself. And I fixed a bit of my car, and then I'll get so. Usually, what happens? I I think I'm going to fix something, I ordered the part, it turns up and then maybe six months later I'll have a go and then that's when I find out I need a new screwdriver and it's, we're talking years for someone like me to get anything
1: done because of these kind of people. So good call. Yes, this is a great choice. Thank you very much, Graham. Dan, you're forgetting that you are the king of science.
2: I am the king of science. That's true. I mean, you know, obviously, if you give me a smashed iPhone, I'm going to fix that, you know. But that's because I need it. I need to stare at it quite a lot rather than paying attention to my family. So, you know, but like a broken armrest in a car, I could probably just be grumpy about for six months.
1: <laughs> I love the necessity there. You're in lockdown yeah. and you need a distraction, fix yeah. it yourself. Okay, well, thank you very much, Graham. Fantastic choice. Mm -hmm. Dan, I've got one too, and this one is from Joe. And Joe has emailed to say, message, Piers Morgan, in brackets, twat. (laughs)
2: Very good, yeah, yeah. There was a time, there was a time, he was the most picked person for, like... Mm. We were getting him almost every episode to the point where I'm like, I might have to put a message out to people just saying maybe pick someone else but he's sort of subdued a bit i think he's had quite a good summer hasn't he of like yeah. he's had well the good sort of of of, he's had some... a good pandemic hasn't yes, he yes
1: yeah there was like he, he there were some redeeming features somewhere although there was this great thing that happened over the christmas holiday where um i think it was on i want to say it was maybe on the last leg um the where lorraine kelly was like tried to pick piers morgan as like some kind of hero from the past Year and um, J- J- James A. just told us to fuck off, which is quite <laughs> amazing.
2: Did you see that clip? I think I saw a clip, but I didn't know, I wasn't sure, I didn't see the full clip. But was, I mean, it, yeah, fair it was, enough. It was
1: actually fuck you, I think he said. He went <laughs> fuck you, which is actually worse than fuck off, I think. But um, yeah, yeah. I just, you know,
2: I like, okay, so I just think it doesn't matter. Like, you've spent so long being a sort of a deliberate provocateur trying to sort of annoy people and weedle people and just sort of getting people's faces and be sexist and racist and just abhorrent in so many ways. And then suddenly you're like, Oh wait, I'm going to be good and hold the government to account. And like actually point out that the NHS is useful. It's like, well, yeah, but we all knew that anyway. And you've still been, you still basically made hundreds of thousands of pounds by deliberately being a prick for a long time. Like, you, you, don't, you know, like... Yeah. You don't just absolve all your sins just like that. Like, I, I remember shit, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was dipping... At points, he was dipping his toe into, like, Katie Hopkins territory kind of posts. And then... He was... Re- like, has, like... Has obviously realised that that's not the way to go. Yeah, he was fucking... Cozying up to Donald Trump for fuck's sake I mean yeah. come on yeah. so I mean hey to just go full circle on this Joe mm. I think short but sweet but spot on yeah absolutely
2: thank you Joe you nailed it um, I have one here from Hector and you know what James I'm only going to fucking read it to you Hector says hey dicks your podcast has really kept me going while at work throughout this pandemic and oh, before nice. well, thank yes. you Hector he said, my song choice for the island would be Anything by Andy and the Odd Socks. Ah, now, this yes. is a, a cbbs based band. He said, I could have gone for a mountain of songs I don't like, but there's just something about that super catchy kids' rock that gets stuck in my head for days. I know I'm not their target audience, but my daughter is, and insists on having them on a lot, or the accompanying show on CBBS and CBBC. Anyway, keep up the great work and try not to get Andy stuck in your head. Mm. We've said before there's like a particular hell about something about... I mean, I suppose because they have to be catchy for small... Minds to absorb. Mm. Mm. That's why they get stuck in your head because they're so I, bloody simple and easy. But I think easy. like
1: unlike channels like CBBS, where oh, obviously they do loads of good stuff, and I, I really do rate them as like a, a like out there. My kids watch some other stuff that is a lot mm. more shit than than what you find on CBBS. But they repeat it so much that you hear mm. like. Mr Tumble sings the same songs on every single episode. Oh, my mm. God, I could, I could sing them all to you now. I like, they're so drummed into my psyche, it's unbelievable. Yeah.
2: And also, it's not impossible to have a good song for kids. Like, if you watch Moana, one of the songs is written by Jermaine Clements from Flight of the Concords mm. and it's a good song, like most of the Flight of the Concords things are. So, you know, it's not impossible to have good kids' songs.
1: It's true. Sesame Street did it for years. But, um, Sesame Street, yeah, naming yeah. it. Um, I, um, with Andy and the Odd Sox, for me, not to make it personal, it recalls like a certain horror um, in which I went to a CBeebies festival once that I know what I've mentioned on this before, but it was like... The hottest day with two tiny children, a wasp flew up my back and stung my back. There wasn't enough (laughs) toilets in the place. There was one place to buy, like, an alcoholic beverage from. And then not only that, it went from extreme heat, where we were just, like, lathering the kids up constantly, to, like, torrential downpour. And then on the way out of this festival, you had to walk down and under a bridge, and it was completely flooded. No, and we're pushing oh the kids, god. like tiny kid, and like the theme tune, the the theme music to that day was Andy and the Odd Socks. So, like, oh, honestly, man. when it comes on TV, it does like get me in the stomach. <laughs>
2: that is horrendous, <laughs> it's awful. Oh my god, that's like one of those times as a parent when you're like, why am I the grown up? Like, yeah. why don't I have anyone to call? Like in the past, like no one's helping me. I'm the grown up now. Who's going to sort this shit out? Oh, stupid me!
1: I <laughs> know. Who's going to carry me through the flood? No, I'm the one getting my trainers and my socks wet. <laughs> I drove home from Liverpool to London barefoot because it was so <laughs> it was so wet. Um, so anyway, that's oh. what Andy and the Socks does to me. But interesting, yeah. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Hey. Good choice and a good choice, Hector. fantastic choices right so i think um worth pointing out that hector made that choice because last week on the podcast we threw out um for you to get in touch with your song choices now we're going to go to our regular correspondent of the podcast john deacon who is my dad who has picked out some song choices for you but i think at this juncture on the 150th episode it's worth mentioning that He was the guest. If you go back 50 episodes, uh, the 100th episode, you'll find Jade Adams. Very good episode. Mm -hmm. If you go back 50 more to the 50th episode, I had my dad on the podcast. Now, at that point, you know, we'd reached what felt like a massive milestone. And I was like, wow, surely this podcast can't go on much longer. Dad came on and it, it is, to his credit, a very good episode.
2: Absolutely, is. it is. Yeah. And not just because he calls Justin Timberlake the
1: white Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but also because of that. <laughs> but w- when you said that to me, when I came into the office and you said that to me, I was just like, yes, you, kn- you know. But also, the level of research that had gone in just wowed me. I had no idea he was doing any of it, and it's brilliant. We know, James, you and I, that he is an exceptionally
2: hardworking man, and he's doing his research too. for this this very podcast and this clip that we're about to listen to he's doing that whilst working very hard doing a strenuous important job so uh let's take this moment our 150th episode to support mr john deacon
0: hi james hi dan well here i am at the other end of my covid isolation and uh i'm still here so happy days <laughs> Right, yeah, another great episode this week, Dan, with the brilliant Margaret K. Bourne-Smith. And uh, yes, Dan, you were right. Her made-up name-phobia was hilarious. Now, last week, you asked for the listeners' music choices. So, firstly, with a tenuous link to the theme, I'd like to choose Sarah Barron's episode. Now, Sarah chose Sean Lennon, a son of John Lennon, who she had an awful encounter with when she was a waitress in a New York restaurant. So that's a great story, well worth a listen. And uh, coincidentally, his mother, Yoko, the woman who's famous for screaming and being married to John, was chosen on Miles Chapman and Marco Sullivan's episode. And uh, Miles's take on Yoko screaming and her uh, similarities to their animal choice, which was uh, Peacock, is bloody hilarious. Now, my next choice is writer and comedian Joe Caulfield's episode, Now, Joe's music choice was Everything by Queen. Um, Coincidentally, Everything by Queen was also chosen on my Christmas recommendation, which was DJ Andy Bush's episode. Joe also controversially chose the music legend that is David Bowie. So the choices for this week, from the man with the same name as the most boring guitarist in rock, are comedian and ex-waitress Sarah Barron's episode with a side order of Miles Chapman and Marco Sullivan, and also writer and comedian Joe Caulfield's episode. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. And again, some fine choices there, I think, from my dad.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. He's, uh, he knows us better than we know ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more, about particularly that Sarah Barron, Sean Lennon one, which, you know, definitely go back and listen to that episode, because that story about sean lennon is insane it's just like it's unbelievable it's brilliant yeah um okay uh i have a few more dan Um, and i think at this point it is worth mentioning we are on twitter and instagram at dick's pod um you may notice if you go on there the things have stepped it up a notch i'll let you um you guys judge that for yourselves but hey getting some really good content out on there uh, and it's no thanks to us
2: no (laughs) we've got we should make
1: that clear we've got lovely brendan involved and so um
2: basically our friend brendan has now taken over doing social media so you're going to see more social media and it's going to look better so thank you brendan he's just stepped up and uh It's helping us no end because we struggle to get one tweet out a week between us, if we're honest.
1: We love you, Brandon, if it's quite all right. That one celebratory gin has gone right through me. Um, Dan, (laughs) I've got this one here and it says, Hi Dan, James, and the legendary John. I mean, Mm. uh, if we haven't bigged him up already, guys, I think we need to, probably need to start toning this down. Um, (laughs) How are you all? My song choice lead, gone. I was just going to say, we're fine. We're fine. (laughs)
2: She said, how are you? I was like, we're fine. Okay, yeah. Uh,
1: He says, my song choice leads in quite nicely to one of my people choices, Ed Sheeran and Anything By Him. It's controversial, I know, but I find his music overrated and he's become a massive sellout. What was once a promising performer busking on the streets has become a generic musical blur of purely money-making, plus there's evil behind those eyes, he speculates. Massive fan of the podcast and have listened since the start. Also a former listener of the legendary Slump podcast and would love Ah. an episode with the aforementioned Brendan and Ian purely for nostalgia. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Actually, this guy's name is Josh Loman Daniel and I imagine he changed his name to that because he loves you so much, Dan.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Josh. I... um yeah, so well that's Brendan who we mentioned. So yeah, we used to do a podcast together with our other friend Ian and uh well thank you for for hopping along onto this podcast as well. And now And Jesus so. fucking
1: Christ, hang on a minute. If you go back to your episode, which was the very first episode while we we're on this hundred and fiftieth episode yeah. n- nostalgia fest, you pick Ed Sheeran. I
2: can't stand Ed Sheeran, Hike. Yeah. He's just so bloody Ah, oh, he's so annoying. Also I mean, it, he like he's, gives it all like, I'm a sincere young singer-songwriter, but so much of his stuff is like, here's an album I've made, and this is the song that will be played on Radio 2. This is the one that will be on XFM and yeah, Absolute. Yeah. This is the one that will probably be on Kiss with a remix. This is the one... It's like, he's so... I mean, obviously, you've got to be commercially minded, but it's like... Ugh, and he's so just... He's always talking hey. about... And it's oh, at this sorry. point,
1: listeners, that if you want to hear Dan moaning more about Ed Sheeran, go yeah, and listen to yeah. the first episode of the
2: podcast. Sorry, you know what, it just really presses my buttons, I've got to say. No,
1: no, it's good. Reminiscing
2: I, about stuff like, oh, when I was young, do you remember smoking rollies? Like, oh, you were just young. Like, you're 25, mate. Come on. Yeah. You are young.
1: Shut up. It's true. Um, sorry. Okay, sorry. no, don't be sorry. It's fine. It's what it's for. Hey, Dan, <laughs> welcome to the bloody podcast, mate. Thank you very much, Josh, With your choice. Oh, they're cheering. Darren. Darren? (laughs) Okay, I've got one here from Lucy.
2: Uh, She says Hi, James, Dan, and John. The song that gets stuck in my head ever since I watched Guardians of the Galaxy is Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede, particularly the chorus hooked on a feeling dun, 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 dun. I do believing. it I'm feeling really embarrassed doing this bam, 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 bam. she goes I have to hum the last part for fear of declaring my love for my co-workers the song spills out at the most awkward moments when walking down corridors and the factory manager walks around the corner or during meetings with higher management the worst part is that it's infectious and I hear other people whistling and humming the tune probably unconsciously so she's, she's infecting other people with the song. Ah. And also, it's got the really weird beginning, hasn't it? Where it goes, yeah, ooga Jaka, ooga-ooga, ooga Jaka. Ooga, 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 ooga. Yeah, which is like... And it's like, it's, really at odds with the rest of the song. Yeah,
1: because then you think, is that going to happen again? I don't think it happens again,
2: does it? No, I think it's just at the beginning. It's just this weird thing that they like, how did that start? How did those two things go together?
1: Part of me, yeah, is like, what the holy hell is that about? But I mean... Maybe it worked in its fair benefit, just as something that's slightly different. But hey, God knows. I yeah. mean, I get it. It's a good choice. Yeah, I get it. Fair enough. I think anything that like
2: makes you sing it involuntarily, and then you feel that other people are singing it, is uh, is quite
1: annoying. You know, you feel responsible. Yes. And, yeah, fair enough. So thank you for that. Um, I've got one here. Oh, this is Graham, who who talked about the nuts and bolts earlier. Oh, OK. And we're going to allow him the second one because it is music-related. And he said, uh, here are a couple more entries. And he said, after listening to the wonderful assassination of Gar- Gary Bollock, that's in reference to Margaret Coburn-Smith's episode that went out this week, that, that obviously mm. my dad mentioned there as well on his bit. But, Dan, this week's episode, I must say, is v- outstanding I just absolutely loved it. Start to finish, it's very, very good.
2: Ah, well, we had a lovely time recording it. That was one I really just felt like we could just continue slagging off people for a long time. And mm. I think a lot of that was because it gave Margaret a break in her homeschooling schedule mm. to, uh, you know, to, to have a bit of um, yeah. To venting. Or, yeah, a bit of venting. So, um,
1: yeah, I think it was, it was very fun. So, Graham says, after listening to the wonderful assassination of Gary Barlow, it works much better if you call him Barry Garlow. And the mention <laughs> of James Corden, I can confirm... That that he is indeed a nasty piece of work, as one of my wel- relatives went to school with him. Apart from ah. being an att- attention seeking narcissist, talentless knobstone, he was also a huge bully and made a lot of people's lives a complete nightmare. I can imagine him on the island, getting out of doing work by inventing ways to entertain people, in inverted commas. Mm. Interesting. But dad, yeah, should I use yeah. that? to segue nicely into our throw to what we're asking the listeners for for next week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a jumping off point. Okay, so um, we were thinking, and this was actually suggested by my dad off the back of his one earlier. He mentioned Sarah Baron, me and Sean Lennon. I thought, well, he thought it would be interesting to have celebrity encounters being the... The um, so so have you met a celebrity and what was it like? Um, kind of vibe. Um, no, well, that's mean, not that's well. not it at all. Sorry, what am I trying to say? <laughs>
2: Have you met a celebrity and have they been a dick? And we want to hear about it. That's basically. what I mean.
1: That is what exactly what I mean. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, Sarah Baron, Sean Lennon, and then obviously that James Corden. People probably went to school with him. Um, I mentioned Elijah Wood earlier, and you said there was something about Elijah Wood.
2: Yes, although I've sort of this is more me being a dick than um, than him being a dick. In fact, also so fun. I Don't know. For if it. It's, is it okay? Well, um, a long time ago it's a bit of a long connection but um a family friend was about eight years old and really liked the hobbit Mm. and then it turned out that his mum through a friend of a friend of a friend knew someone who was working on a film with um elijah wood Mm. and they said well look why don't you, you know you can let him come down and meet elijah wood he'll be really nice and he'll be happy to meet the young lad and blah 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 wow but she was working, so I think I was at uni at the time. So she went, would you come up to London and take him to see Elijah Wood on set? And I went, okay, yeah, cool. So we waited around, and he came over, and he was, like, really nice to this young boy. He asked him some questions about The Hobbit, and Elijah Wood was really patient and nice, and he had piercing blue eyes. Um, at the time, for some reason, I hated Elijah Wood. Like, you know, sometimes you've got, like, a thing against someone. Mm. Like, I think because I, do- I don't like Lord of the Rings. I was like, fucking Elijah Wood. But anyway, he was very nice. My friend who I lived with thought it was really funny that I was meeting this guy that I disliked so much. And he was like, oh, you've got to like try and get something of his. Like ask for it. Like I don't want an autograph, but I want a souvenir of some kind. Get like a, see if he'll give you a lock of his hair. I was listening mad, like just joking. And so I was like, Okay, well, that's impossible. But then Elijah Wood was smoking, so after he walked up, I stole his cigarette butt and took it back to my friend, and I had to do it in front of this eight-year-old friend of the family without him noticing. Oh, I was picking up a oh cigarette
1: butt. God. Did you actually do <laughs> it?
2: Yeah, wow. just like, like just as a like a silly present for my flatmate at the time, just to sort of oh. say, here you go. It's Elijah Wood's DNA on a cigarette That's spot. Wicked,
1: but like it's mm. nice to know that he was nice as pie to the young lad.
2: Yeah, he was really nice. I can't fault him,
1: so I had to change my mind about that. Still hate Lord of the Rings. But, yeah, know. fine. I think fine. Interesting, I feel like my dad would be pissed off of me if I didn't mention that at some point he had... I don't know how I'm going to squeeze this in, but John Deacon of this very podcast had a career, a short career as an actor say, slash extra mm. in, in TV and film, and he was in a f- film and it's got to be have been green street right with Elijah Wood in it mm. and my dad played a, a like policeman just as like an, an extra role and uh, there is a photograph of my dad and Elijah Wood and i'm going to post it on the twitter account when this goes out and this short story uh adds context to that <laughs> fine elijah
2: wood's got a lot of a lot of uh shouts this has got podcast, a lot of airtime, time he? yeah yeah well anyway so my story wasn't really about someone being a dick but you know you get the gist like yeah. so anything on that would be lovely you can get in touch as normal at Dixpod on Twitter and Instagram and Dick's dot com slash contact if you would like
1: to email us oh nice yeah and uh, hey Dan uh, here's to another 150 podcasts
2: yeah here's to it better get started <laughs> okay don't know what that means <laughs>
1: Uh, Okay, bye?
2: Bye.